Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast, a podcast all about becoming the best version of you, finding who you really are, improving yourself, feeding your soul, and exploring new ways to grow in each area of your life. How is y'all's week going? How is everyone's Thanksgiving? I know that this year is a little bit different than most, and for people like me who are used to a large Thanksgiving, this year probably felt a little bit different. Zach and I actually had dinner with his parents. Um, We've been seeing them pretty regularly, so uh, we were able to do that, which was nice. Um, Him and I made broccoli cheddar twice-baked potatoes, and they were delicious. I found the recipe on Pinterest and it was so good. I love twice baked potatoes, but I'd never made them like that before with broccoli in them. Oh my goodness. We even had one the next morning and added scrambled eggs on top, which was so good. I can't get enough of them. I also was able to have a Zoom call with my mom's side of the family and I found out that my cousin is pregnant, which is so exciting. Congrats, Lauren. Um, I'm so happy for her, which is really cool. Also, sorry if today my voice sounds weird. I think it sounds weird. I feel like I'm just sounding a little off, so sorry about that. And also, I'm going to apologize to begin with because perfect timing. I'm sure you heard that. Kenny, my dog, won't stop, like, shaking his collar. Um, I'll try and cut it out if I can, but he just keeps doing it, so I'm really sorry. Um... Yeah, I hope that if the holidays are a hard time for you, that you're able to kind of find a light and some positivity in the next couple months. I know sometimes it can be hard, um, even if it's something small, like listening to your favorite podcast or making a snow angel. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's get into this week's episode. So this week's episode is all about patience, because let's be honest, developing patience and having it when you need it the most is much, much easier or much harder than it sounds. Sorry, it's harder than it sounds. But in this episode, I want to talk about mainly different strategies to developing your patience and what specifically has worked for me as I have been testing these out. Personally, I have always been known for my lack of patience. I used to be such a hot-headed child. My goodness, my poor parents. I would just get upset about literally everything. I was honestly just a really emotional kid. I feel... I'm still very emotional. I feel an emotion, any emotion, really, really strongly. So it didn't help when it was patience. But as I've gotten older, I have gotten a lot more patient. And that's come with time, but also through a lot of practice. It's still something I'm working on actively because I am aware that can it can be one of my downfalls. And as someone who at their job is running a team of people and training new people consistently, it's important that I focus on developing that quality. I'm sure some of you have noticed that I tend to often break down my episodes into steps or points when I'm giving any sort of direction. I find it makes it easier to follow. So this entire episode is going to follow that pattern as this episode is more of a guide than anything else. And I'm going to take you through the behind the scenes of what it looks like creating an episode of This Is Your Life for this particular episode. Um, For an episode like this one, I started with research. So I have my own knowledge of patience from my own perspective and my own impatience, but that can only take us so far. So what I started with, with the impatience is I started where impatience starts, which is triggers. What triggers our impatience? What is it that causes us to get so irritated and frustrated? Well, there are many causes, and they're different for each person. 
Personally, for myself, I tend to find I feel most impatient with other people. For example, when someone walks down the stairs extremely slowly, or when I'm driving and the car in front of me decides it's a good time to drive under the speed limit. Guys, trust me, I know these things can sound extremely trivial, but I'm just being honest with you. They get my gears grinding. On the other side, I tend to also feel impatient when I'm at work. I have said it many times, but I work in a restaurant industry, and if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you would know that it is very fast-paced. And I mean very fast-paced. An immense amount of multitasking and walking at a very, very brisk pace. Okay, so we're running. We are running in the restaurant. And it's like that every weekend or any time that you get a rush, any other random day of the week. And this undoubtedly becomes your norm, working in a restaurant. So when someone new begins working there or working in that industry, it can be frustrating at times explaining how quickly you need them to move. They underestimate the speed at which you can put in an order, grab drinks, and bag a to-go order until you have six other tables waiting impatiently to order their own food. And so my impatience resides with other people. Where does your impatient lie? Impatience lie. I find many of us experience impatience around other people in various situations, but we also experience it with ourselves or even inanimate objects. For example, the microwave, when you are starving and you just can't wait those last few seconds so you stop it early, or your phone or computer waiting for that next page or video to load. Possibly you experience it often with yourself when it comes to completing projects. If you are one who tends to feel like you never finish anything, you probably fall into this category as you are too impatient to ride it out or get to the other side of the plateau you're experiencing. We experience this frustration and motivation to move on from this current project because we realize that it's going to cost us more time and effort to complete than we expected. Think about it. When you are first committed to completing the task at hand, you have an idea in your mind of what that journey is going to look like. Whether it's a rough idea or a complete picture, you thought you knew what you were getting yourself into, and it turns out you don't. It is taking more resources, including your time and your energy, to complete that task, to achieve that goal, and it can be the reason that you don't finish. You begin to feel that frustration sprouting from impatience with ourselves and the task itself. You also then have a much easier time convincing yourself that it's no longer the result. You no longer want the result as much as you initially thought you did. So how do we combat this? How do you go from being a person who, can, who can't finish any long-term goals or projects to completing anything you set your mind to? Because I know, at least for myself, it's not my determination or mindset that lacks. I'm a very determined human being. I can strongly set my mind to many things, but I tend to lose inspiration along the way. Or even when I've made a lot of progress, if I haven't completed the goal after a certain period of time, I feel unaccomplished. So we start with mini goals. We set up a system of smaller goals along the way that help guide us to our larger overall goal. By rewarding ourselves throughout the process, we alleviate some of that discomfort and impatience we normally would feel. It's being proactive to our impatience instead of being reactive. Okay, so let's say you're starting a podcast 
and you really, really want to reach more people so that you can help them and help improve their lives. So your overall goal is to reach 500 people as consistent listeners. When you first begin, that can be really intimidating. Heck, I don't even know 500 people. How am I going to reach that many people and get them to listen to my podcast? Well, you start small. Let's make three mini goals, mini milestones that will assist you along your journey to your overall goal. And they don't all have to be about numbers or listeners because the point is to improve your podcast. For example, goal number one could be consistently releasing episodes weekly for three months. Goal number two could be having a backstock of three episodes in case you have to take a week off. And goal number three could be having one episode where you interview someone else. When you're focused on improving the project overall, people will come. The key is to see what your overall goal is and what all is encompassed in that. Why do you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Okay, but what if my impatience isn't about myself? My impatience lies with others and is generally more of an in-the-moment experience. Not one that grows slowly over time. Well, let's move into phase two of creating this episode. Researching tactics and strategies to help combat impatience. I kept a running list of each tip they gave and then I wrote down... I went through a bunch of different articles and so I just compared the different tips, but I basically kept a running list of which ones were the most popular between them. I then went through each one and throughout the week tested out a couple I felt might have worked best. The most popular tip across the board is to become more aware of what triggers you. Every time you become impatient, take a moment to recognize why you're feeling impatient. What specifically triggered you to feel frustrated? We've already touched on triggers a little bit, but I just wanted to emphasize that again because it's extremely important that you do this. The next most popular strategy is actually a tie between two, taking deep breaths and practicing empathy. Taking deep breaths is pretty self-explanatory, but you would be surprised at how effective this method is. I personally add a mini mantra to my deep breaths to help remind myself that I am in charge of my patience or impatience. I generally tend to repeat to myself either take a breath, remember your patience, or remember they are still learning, they are trying. Pairing this mantra with the deep breaths not only helps me relax, but also for a quick moment, it gives me something else to focus on, which also assists in calming down. It can be anything you want. Anything you find may speak to you in a moment of frustration. This technique is also extremely helpful for those who work in a fast-paced environment because sometimes you don't have a moment to walk away and calm yourself down. For someone like myself who works in a restaurant, my downtime tends to be very limited, which means I tend to be able to, I need to be able to tackle that moment of impatience fairly quickly. So again, having a technique that can be used in under 10 seconds is perfect. Practicing empathy takes a little bit longer of time But what does that actually mean? Practicing empathy. How do I actively do that and how does that affect my impatience? For me, this means creating a story. Any story for the other person that would cause the situation to happen. For example, you're at the grocery store and it is taking forever for the man in front of you to find the correct amount of money out of his wallet to pay for his groceries. I will decide in my mind that the reason that it's taking so long is that Maybe this man has a learning disability that I don't know about, which makes it a lot harder for him to count his money than it would take mine. 
and I would feel like such a terrible person if I judged someone for taking their time, especially when they are truly trying their best. Or let's say you're driving behind someone who is going 15 miles per hour in a 30 per mile, 30 mile per hour zone, which I'm sure for most of you would get very irritating, like it does me. In this type of scenario, I'll say to myself something of the nature of, maybe that person is having the worst day of their life. Maybe someone close to them passed away, or they got their heart broken, or they lost their job. And the last thing they could possibly be concerned about is what speed they are driving at. And you know what would make their day worse? Me causing any sort of ruckus about it, inserting myself into their rough day. And so instead, I take a deep breath and remind myself that I am in no rush to get to wherever it is that I'm going. Practice empathy. Practice feeling emotion for someone other than yourself and put yourself in their shoes and the endless possibilities of what could be happening in their life. Think of experiences that you have had in which you would hope someone would practice their empathy with you. And that is a skill that will only improve over time. The more you practice having that empathy with those around you, the easier it becomes and the quicker it comes. The less often you have to stop yourself to create an entire story and the more it will become your second nature in all scenarios and aspects of your life. Another tool, which is one that we have already touched on in other episodes of this podcast itself, is meditation. I have an entire episode about meditation if you're looking for more direction in different types and where to begin, but this is a tool that can be applied to to developing patients as well. It's a strategy that takes more time than just a couple deep breaths and a mantra, but it can be effective over time. When you get home from work or even the grocery store where you feel that burn of frustration stemming from your impatience, try completing a session of meditation. Take 15 minutes or so and really focus on asking for patience. Ask the universe, ask spirit, ask God, whomever you believe in. Ask them to grant you with patience and really hope, hone in on yourself for a bit. Take those calming deep breaths and mentally place yourself back into the position you found yourself experiencing that impatience. Rewind backwards to that situation and walk through it with the calmness you are now experiencing. How would you have handled it differently? What would you have done or said apart from what actually happened? How can you be prepared for the next time you find yourself in the situation? Review all these things and do this each time you experience impatience. Similar to practicing empathy, the more you practice this type of meditation, the more it becomes second nature and it will bleed into your everyday life and experiences. My last tip for you all is to forgive yourself. At the end of the day, you are human and everyone around you is human and we all make mistakes. You will never be perfect. You cannot be patient 100% of the time. No one is. But what you can do is work at it. All you can do is be better. Work at it to be a better version of yourself. You wake up the next morning and you make the conscious decision that today you will be better than yesterday. You forgive yourself for anything that happened previously and now you will move on and be better. Thank you all for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed and you were able to take something new and find a new strategy to improve your patience. I'll be listing in the show notes links to resources and other articles for this episode as well as a link to my new Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash this is your life podcast, and you can find more resources, updates, and overall encouraging content. Please go take a second and go follow that page and enjoy. 
Again, I'm really sorry about Kenny. I could hear him shaking the whole time and it just kept like pulling me away for a second. I'm sorry, but I still really liked this episode and so I hope you were able to enjoy it. If you guys have any requests for topics, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, this is your life. <laughs>